Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast. To settle into the passionate, vibrant energy of source, thriving as you in the now. Powerful group. Namaste. So the title of our lesson this morning is Igniting Your Passions. And I want to begin with a quote from one of my favorite all-time motivational speakers, Les Brown, who said, you have greatness within you. You can do more than you can ever begin to imagine. Now the tone and energy of Les's words feel a little familiar, don't you think? Like, possibly we've heard something like that before. Of course you have. We're telling you this all the time. We're telling you all the time that you have greatness within you, that you are a child of the Most High, that the same atoms that form the very DNA which flowed through Holmes, Jesus, the Buddha, Confucius, Jobs, Ali, and Oprah, flows in, as, and through all that you are in this moment of now. Encoded within your very DNA, all the way to the subatomic level, is the whole of the divine creative intelligence, spiritual authority, and power. Divine intuition, ceaseless desire, responsive, informative energy to bring to light to the world the dreams, goals, flights of fancy that you and only you Feel to be true, feel to be fulfilling, feel to be exciting, intriguing, blissful. And dare we say it? Of course we will. Those ideas and dreams that ignite your passion. Too many individuals are not cultivating their passion because they are way too busy cultivating their past. In cultivating their past, they're simmering in a stew of past mistakes, old and non-truthful insults, a couple of failures here and there, old behaviors, and maybe just for a little spice, they throw in trying to implement the expectation of others rather than fulfilling their own. But yet, make no mistake about it, it's a stew of their own making. Now, I don't care for stew very much. I'm more of a four-inch prime rib kind of guy, are Chilean sea bass, slow-cooked in parchment. Top that off with a good glass of wine and chocolate cheesecake. I'm like, Lord, take me now. I'm ready. (coughs) So why not take the the, the stew off the burner and just throw it out? Honestly, there are two reasons. First, people don't know they can do that. They're just not aware they, they can turn the burner off and stop simmering in that pot of negativity, and second, they don't believe they can. They haven't nurtured the belief that they have the ability to just start anew. So we know 
like we know, like we know, that you know better. We know that you know you are greatness in perfect thought and form. That you are a child of the Most High, that you who has, you who has the shared atoms that form the very DNA that flowed through every mystic, athlete, world-renowned lover and billionaire expresses in you, as you, and through you in the now. Encoded within your DNA is all that is needed to ignite your passion and manifest a life of endless bliss. This is your truth. This is your truth. And it doesn't matter if you experienced a good or a rough childhood or your current health or relationship status. What doesn't matter what that might be. It doesn't even matter what's in your checking account. This is your truth. You want to know how we know this is your truth? Because something within you, something within you brought you to this lesson on this particular morning to remind you of your spectacular uniqueness. And that something within is the truth of your soul vibrating with the truth that you're hearing in the now. You are here because the energy that you are resonates as an alignment and drew you to something that would affirm your truth. That's why you're saying, I'll do Dragon Con later. As I said a few moments ago, Les Brown is one of my favorite motivational speakers. If I had to say, I'd put him on a pedestal and say he's actually one of my heroes when it comes to speakers. He's internationally known, and he is someone that I believe turned the heat, turned off the heat from the, from his stew of, the stew of his past and then threw the stew out. His story of overcoming the odds is quite remarkable. And yes, I've shared it before. And yes, I'm going to share it again for the purposes of this lesson this morning. So if you recall Les's story, laugh at the funny parts and be in awe of the honest parts anyway, because there's a couple of new people here and you want to pretend. So there you go. So here's Les's story, and I just love it. He, he has a twin. He was born to a twin brother, with a twin brother. And they were adopted by a lady by the name of Mamie Brown. And Mamie was a kitchen worker and a maid. And they were adopted right after they were given birth to in a poverty-stricken area of Miami. Now, because of his hyperactivity, Les was diagnosed that he needed to be in special education classes in grade school. And all throughout high school, he was placed in special ed classes. Come to find out later, he, he was misdiagnosed. Now, upon graduation, he became a city sanitation worker in Miami Beach. However, Les dreamed of being a disc jockey. We remember those. This is before Pandora and, and all that other stuff. So he created an imaginary radio station in his room. And he used a hairbrush as a microphone as he practiced introducing records to imaginary listeners. And one day, Les decided that he would go to the local radio station. And he goes into the manager's office and it took him a while to get through the door. And, finally, and he said to the manager that, I want to be a disc jockey. And the manager just kind of looked at him because Les went straight from work in his overalls and straw hat. And the manager said, do you have any background in broadcasting? Les said, no, sir, I don't. 
The manager said, well, son, I don't have a job for you. Well, Les thanked him and left. Unfortunately, or fortunately, the station manager thought he had seen the last of Les, but see, he underestimated the depths of Les's passion for his dream. Les had a higher purpose, something more than just wanting to be a disc jockey. He wanted to buy a nicer home for his adoptive mother, Mamie, whom he loved deeply. The disc jockey job was merely a step toward his goal. The lesser idea is always contained within the greater idea. Les returned to the station every day for a week, asking if there were any jobs. And finally, the manager just gave up and took him on as an errand boy at no pay. Les's enthusiasm won him the confidence of the disc jockeys who would send him in their Cadillacs to pick up celebrities such as the Temptations and the Supremes. And none of them knew that Les didn't have a driver's license at the time. (laughs) So Les would hang out with the DJs and he taught himself their hand movements on the control panel. And he stayed in the control rooms and soaked up whatever he could. And in his bedroom at night, using that same hairbrush and pretend dials and knobs, he practiced and prepared himself for when the opportunity would present itself. He never doubted the opportunity would come. And one Saturday, while Les was at the station, a DJ by the name of Rock was drinking while on the air. And they were the only ones at the station. And Les stayed close by Rock. Stood close by Rock and kept thinking, drink, Rock, drink. (laughs) Finally, Rock was about to pass out. Then the phone rang. Les knew who it would be. Les, this is Mr. Klein. I don't think Rock can finish the program. Les said, yes, sir, I know. And Mr. Klein said, would you call one of the other DJs to come and take over? And Les said, I sure will. But when Les hung up the phone, he said, he's got to be crazy. (laughs) So instead, Les called his mother and said, go turn on the radio. I'm about to come on the air. And he waited 15 minutes. And then he called Mr. Klein and said, I can't find anybody. Mr. Klein said, young man, do you know how to work the controls in the studio? Yes, sir, I sure do, Les said. So Les ran to the booth, gently moved Rock to the side. (laughs) Flipped on the microphone switch and said, look out, this is me, LB, Triple P, Les Brown, your platter-paying papa. There were none before me, and there will be none after me. Therefore, that makes thee the one and only, young and single, and love to mingle. Certified, bona fide, indubitably qualified to bring you satisfaction and a whole lot of action. Look out, baby. I'm your love man. Because of his preparation, Les Brown was ready. 
he wowed the audience and his general manager. And from that fateful beginning, Les went on to a successful and prosperous career in broadcasting, politics, public speaking, and television. Les created a new recipe for his journey. He decided, you know, he could have stewed in being giving up for adoption, being poor, being incorrectly diagnosed, being turned down repeatedly for just the chance to work in the environment of his dream job. No one would have blamed him, right? Who would blame him? Give up. Poor guy. Bless his heart. Sympathy. When placed in a stew of negativity. Helps in swallowing the bitterness, you know. It's safe to say less is not a stew kind of guy either. He changed his destiny when he changed the ingredients for his recipe. Not in the moment he moved rock aside. He changed his moment. He changed his destiny the moment he refused to be held captive to his previous experience, to old thoughts and false external perception. The moment when his purpose to live his greatness was ignited by the passion to do something good for someone he loved. That was the moment that contained all the point of the power. Right there, infinity existed. You know, Les has ten kids. Ten kids. Evidently, he's got a passion for something else, too. (laughs) Just saying. I see y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But his story is fascinating. And what's fascinating about his story is what we get from it. And what we get from Les's story is your dreams, regardless of your background, That which brings you passion, that which brings you an energy of, this is where I want to go because it brings me a sense of fulfillment. Your dreams are way bigger than your past. The energy that you infuse in your dreams, whatever that energy is, whatever those dreams are, is always being drained from those past experiences. And so the more you focus on what your dreams are and what brings passion to your experience, the less energy that past is going to have. Why is that? Because it's like you're doing an energy transfusion. You know blood transfusion? You're doing an energy transfusion. Focusing not on what was, but but focusing on what can be. If you have a dream, if you have a desire, if there is something within your journey that you want to accomplish no matter what it is. You are having that desire, that dream, because there's something within you that says, let's get to cracking. You already have encoded within your DNA all that's needed to make it happen. And that's not at the cellular level. That's at the subatomic level. Forget about the past. It has no bearing. All that matters is the intention that you put forth now. All that matters is, are you preparing 
to live your dream? Are you rehearsing over and over in your mind what's going to happen when your dream fulfills itself so that you'll be ready to move your rock aside? Oprah Winfrey said, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. Now look, not, I get there are those that may have jobs or careers sometimes that don't feel so exciting. Right? Somebody's got to do the spreadsheet. But that spreadsheet is not your passion. Or maybe it is. But most of the time, the spreadsheet is the stepping stone to the fulfillment of your passion. What beyond the spreadsheet? What beyond the job? What beyond the mundane day-to-day is the dream that you hold that you know is going to bring you a sense of feeling and energy of bliss? Because whatever that is, that's why you're doing the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet is not the end. The spreadsheet is just part of the process to get you to where you've told the universe you want to go. Here's why this is important. We want you to love the spreadsheet as much as you love the dream. We want you to get excited in the morning about doing the spreadsheet as much as with, with as much excitement and passion as you have for living your dream. Why? Because it's all energy. It's all God anyway. And we want to keep our vibration, our sense of being at one with source always on high to the best that we can. So what can we do when we're living our passion if we have this old recipe for stew? Right? I think part of me relates to, likes Les's story so much because I relate to it. I relate to a lot of it. So we have to define, decide, determine what can we do to change my recipe, to change, to go from stew to something else. And we recommend that you remind yourself daily. Remind yourself daily. Look in the mirror and say, I am amazing. I am amazing. I can do anything. I choose to focus only on my highest and best qualities. I choose to celebrate my powerful divinity every day in every way. I am prepared to successfully live a life of bliss as I personally define all that bliss is for me. That last part is so important. Don't live someone else's definition of bliss because then you're not living as I personally define bliss. You get to decide what that is. Zig Ziglar said, when you catch a glimpse of your potential, that's when your passion is born. When you, passion, when you catch a glimpse of your potential, that's when your passion is born. So look, how do you get that glimpse of your potential? How do you know what brings you passion? What your, what your bliss is going to look like? Well, I say... We say, commune daily with source. Commune daily. Let anything you thought you wanted to create or anything somebody's told you you needed to create or live, let it go. Begin communing with source and say, you know what? 
right now, the only thing I know is that I have a desire to bring forward a passionate, enthusiastic experience. And I don't know what that looks like. But I know something within me does. And I allow that something to express through me now. Let the universe decide for you. Let that subatomic, energetic level of creative bliss evolve through you. And it will form a picture in your mind. And as it forms the picture in your mind, it will begin drawing, attracting, resonating with all that it needs in the outer realm to manifest. From the outer realm to manifest. Why? Because that's the way the law of attraction works. Why? Because that's the way, as Holmes would call it, the law of correspondence works. You have to feel the passion. And by feeling the passion, it's yours and it's yours alone. And when you trust that process of communing with source, meditating, affirming, praying, staying on high, staying on high, y'all know what I mean? Talking highly of yourself and others. That includes all the relatives and political parties. All the time. So we got work to do. That's what we're asking you to do. I don't know if I can do that. Be positive, think positive. Set my intention to think and be positive 24 hours a day. I've got a perfectly good stew right here. It's been simmering for decades. I don't like the taste of it. But it's been a lot of work. (laughs) Now that was a true dat moment. Throw it out. Throw it out. Throw that work. Throw all that work out and start over. Holmes said in the science, he, Holmes said science of mind is not a get rich, get rich quick scheme. Neither does it promise something for nothing. It does, however, promise the one who will comply with its teaching that he or she will be able to bring greater possibilities and happier conditions into his or her experience. This is why this is important now. Once you start the process, okay, you might still have that experience that's less than pleasant. You're just going to know that it's no longer who you are. It's just something you're going through. You might have that experience that pops up that says, wait a minute, this is a learning teaching moment for me. I thought I was done with these. And the universe is going to say, no, not yet, because it's infinite. It's infinity. It's infinite creative intelligence flowing through you. So there's always something to learn. But as you begin working the process and understand that, wow, it's always about bringing myself to a greater point of demonstration, greater than the previous moment. It doesn't have to be Miles away, just an inch away. If you can demonstrate one step, one foot 
further than when today, than when you were yesterday, then guess what? You have just demonstrated for yourself that you have all the power that is needed to create a new recipe. What recipe are you going to create? I know what my recipe is. I'm focused on sea bass right now. <laughs> I have a little, little, little parable for you. This woman comes, come, comes home from the office one day and she just screeches into her driveway and runs into the house. She slams the door and she shouts at the top of her lungs, Honey, pack your bags. I won the lottery. And the husband said, Oh my God, what should I pack? Beach stuff or mountain stuff? And the wife said, it doesn't matter. Just pack and get out now. And never come back. (laughs) Oh. I like this. Because the story makes you wonder how long she simmered it in her own stew of negativity before hitting the lottery. Robert Collier said, you can do anything you wish to do, have anything you wish to have, be anything you wish to be. Of course you can, as your DNA is made of the same energy that contains the same limitless intelligence that, design, that, that, design, that is designed to create entire worlds of new life within multiple dimensions. The reality is the chance of you successful, successfully changing your recipe to transform any aspect of your journey is immeasurably greater than your chances of winning the lottery. You just have to be prepared. You just have to be prepared. You have to practice. You have to practice your version of your hairbrush and imaginary dials. Reminding yourself daily. What are we reminding ourselves of? I am amazing. I am amazing. I am amazing. Absolutely you are. I can do anything. I can do anything. I choose to focus only. My highest and best qualities. I celebrate my powerful divinity. Every day in every way. I am prepared to successfully live a life of bliss. As I personally define all that bliss is. think you got it. So as we shared, Les has 10 kids. 10. Could you imagine what life must have been like for those kids? Being raised by a motivational speaker that lives the principles that he teaches. I mean, oh my God, did they just come out of the womb going, okay, let's get busy. Time to create. Fear, doubt. What is that concept? What are you talking of talking about? Now, out of Les's 10 kids, one of the children is Ona, Ona Brown, and she has chosen to follow in her father's footsteps, not by copying his life, but rather by implementing the principles of success Les Brown has taught for decades and creating her own niche in the realm of inspirational and motivational speaking. Now, when Ona was younger, she would go with him on his tours and just soak it all in. Soak it all in. And today, Dr. Ona Brown is an internationally recognized motivational speaker. 
she has shared her message of igniting your passionate dreams with hundreds of youth in New York and at the Super Bowl to a crowd of 15,000. She has written motivational books, created inspiring CDs, and her coaching clients include Coca-Cola, American Airlines, and BP Oil. And she has shared her personal message of self-empowerment on almost every continent in the world. Dr. Ona Brown once said, to live your passion, you must decide to rise. Decide to rise. For the record, Ona Brown didn't have a challenging childhood like her father or many of us. She wasn't denied a job or misdiagnosed with anything. Yet, she still has a story that we all may learn from. And what do we learn from her story? Once you have a good, solid recipe handed down for a generation, for a blissful journey that is appealing to you, follow it. Follow it. Maybe add a little extra spice here and there, but keep the fundamentals of the recipe the same. Are you ready to ignite your passion? Yes. Are you ready to decide to rise? Yes. Great, then remind yourself daily of how amazing you are, that you can focus on your highest and best qualities, that you are here to celebrate your divinity every day in every way. Our affirmation card this week is from Joseph Campbell, who said, follow your bliss. And what we want you to take with you today is that your bliss doesn't have a canned recipe. Got that? Your bliss. Your bliss. You get to decide what that looks like. And we recommend that you start new. You start fresh. You start from scratch. Because all good recipes start from scratch and have a lot of lard. That's what my grandmother says. Robert Ballard said, follow your own passion, not your parents, not your teachers. Yours. Too many people are on a journey where they're trying to follow what someone else recommends. Too many individuals are saying, I don't know why I'm not getting anywhere. And they're not getting anywhere and following their bliss because it's not their bliss they're following. That recommendation was good for someone else. You are here to affirm and express your spectacular uniqueness. I have a passion, and I've shared this passion a lot this year, for sharing the, the inspirational, motivational messages of not just science of mind, but the new thought movement as a whole. And so far this year, we've had just some phenomenal speakers come and share their vision and their knowledge. And John Stringer has been one of those that has been with us on Sunday mornings. We've had Edwin Gaines. We've had, I'm going blank now. I shouldn't go blank. Who else have we had? Joyce Reynolds, um, Dr. Alan Carter. The list just goes on and on and on and on. And what I've done this year, and it's been quite wonderful, I don't think too many people have picked up on it. 
I haven't used these times. Oh, next week we have um, John Strickland, Reverend John Strickland, who was the founder of Atlanta Unity. He's retired now, but he's going to be here. Um, so with the exception of John, String, or excuse me, John Strickland and one or two others, guess what have I been doing? I've been coming and sitting with you guys. And I've been feeling your energy. I've been able to hear what you hear, see what you see. And that's been such a wonderful energy exchange because you guys are getting it. You guys are getting it. And from that, we've, we've up-leveled a few things. See, we get excited. The speakers get excited, not from the energy that they share, but from the energy that you express to them. Right? So this is a very high-energy group today. This is why I'm sweating underneath this beautiful suit. <laughs> so it's like, how do we keep that going on? And because, you know, 19, 19 years, Founders Day. And this is still evolving. This is still an evolving and expanding, an evolving and expanding passion. And I love something that Les, is Brown, Les Brown's daughter, Ona, said, which was, you have the potential and power within you to stop playing small. You have the potential and power within you to stop playing small. And you know why she said that? Because she knows your truth too. She knows your truth, that your DNA is encoded with all that is needed to create entire universes of blissful good. And here's what you need to know. On the off chance, someone says, you know, I don't know if he's being honest about that. Does she really know my truth? Well, on Sunday, September 23rd, at the 11 a.m. service, you're going to get the chance to find out what Dr. Ona Brown knows, the daughter of Les Brown, because she's going to be our guest speaker here at TCSL. Founders Day gift to you. True dad. True dad. So is that big enough announcement, you think? Look, I'm very excited on this coming. And I'm very excited that we've made the arrangement. It's going to be a huge weekend. So I'm going to say this, just between us and the thousand people that listen on the net. September 23rd, I won't publish this, but I'll say it, you need to get here early. By early, I don't mean 11.05, (laughs) preferably before meditation begins, so between 10.15 and 10.30. That's, That's my recommendation. Now, wherever you are wherever you're currently in your journey, whatever's going on for you in your creative process. We want you to remember that your creative process needs to be void of your past. It needs to be void of those that negative stuff that we carry around with us that we've been stewing in now for decades. And we know we don't like the stew. So throw it out. Create a new recipe from scratch. 
Begin to decide what it is that feeds your soul and ignites your passion. And if there's something in there that says, you know, I just don't know if I can follow my passion because what I really want to do is be a mime somewhere. (laughs) Bless their heart. Remember, part of that process to fulfill that passion might be, might be, doing the spreadsheet. Flipping the burger. Welcoming people to Walmart. Whatever it is. It doesn't mean that your dream is not manifesting. It means it is. And that that's a step in the process. And love those steps in the process as much as you love your dream. Because at the end of the day, it's all God. It's all energy. Just as you are all God and all energy. And that's what makes this life absolutely wonderful. Because it is wonderful. And so are you, and so am I, and so it is. Podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.